This is the third episode of the God Focus podcast team. Awesome Angie is hosting Robin, Kevin, and MJ on the topic of God's love and how we love God. Enjoy this. Go to GodFocusPodcast.com and get involved. But specifically about this, I will ask a question that I have asked myself over and over for years. Because to apply it to your daily life, to me, is um, not always a challenge, but most of the time a challenge. And probably a lot of people, I don't know, a lot of people feel this way. But about, um, we love each other because uh, he loved us first. In my mind, that goes along with, do we love God first? In my heart, the answer is yes. And we love him with everything we've got, but we also love the people in our lives. And we, you know, as human beings, we give, most of us give like 100% or we wish to give 100% to the people we love, our family, our friends, even our pets. People love our, we love our pets. And my question actually is, how do I know that I'm loving God more than I'm loving anyone on earth? I think that's the question. I'm not sure that's the question, but it's just like, you know, running around all week. Um, It's mom's birthday this weekend, and I haven't picked up her flowers from the florist, and and, um, I'm my siblings can't join, Tim and Rich can't join, so it's up to me, and I was sick this week with my, I just had a couple of days with my diabetes that I was just basically sleeping and not doing much, and, you know, and then there's the work, my work-a-day work, and all the while, I'm thinking, Lord, I want to do this ministry, give me your strength. That's just an example um, to how my week's been. And that's not atypical. For, I mean, that's like human, like human yeah. life. That's what happens. You know, there's a lot going on. A lot of people were serving and loving. And yeah. um, I think that's a great question. How, you know, how do I know that I'm loving God more than anyone else on earth? And so how about, does anybody have any ideas on like loving God? What does that look like? What does that actually mean? Because when we serve one another, mm-hmm. that is loving God. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, let's define that. What does it mean to love God? I started going through verses. I don't know. There are a lot of verses on love. And I found over 174 verses on loving God. You know, just by doing the search in my uh, Bible Gateway app, Love God. And Serving him, Ange, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't remember the verse, but serving um, our brothers and sisters in Christ, serving them well, you know, supporting them is also very important. I think uh, just for a note, it's in Second Peter. Uh, let's see, what are my bullet points? We love God by praising him and acknowledging what he has done. And, you know, we when we study the Bible, we see the whole history of, you know, humankind and the plan that God had from us, had for us from even before we were in existence. 
And we thank him for those. And I, you know, I'm, I get it. I still get amazed by these stories, you know, because I know God is miraculous. I know it. I know he's greater than what I think he is. And I know he's bigger than any church is. And I, I can't even define him. So another way to love him is thanking him for loving us, thanking him for saving us. He is um, a holy God. He is absolutely pure and holy and good. And I was thinking about this um, when David sinned with Bathsheba. He wrote a psalm, the Psalm 51, and it says um, he wrote it with a broken and contrite heart. Contrite means, you know, basically you are devastated because you have sinned against God. You have hurt him. And he wants us to come to him and humbly ask for forgiveness. I think that is honoring God, which is loving him. And um, even if you don't have the words for me, uh, this works. You know, I start praising him. I may not know what to pray, and I may be upset emotionally for some reason, but praising God is always something we can do to show our love. Um, and when you say praise, it's in it's in okay. words, it's in yes, emotions, it's in like what what is praise to you? It's it can be anything. It can be our thoughts. It can be you know, seeing in the Holy Spirit or speaking in the Spirit, Holy Spirit language, you know, it depends. I think it's different, you know, different times for everybody. Singing is my thing. It's my jam. I like to do that. I have found that even if I am in this state of confusion or in some um, feeling a negative mood, you know, a negative emotion or something, even if I just start reading the Bible and recalling things about God that I know are true or looking at the, at the words of a hymn or a praise song, eventually I, the Holy Spirit, I know he speaks to my heart. I know he stirs me. I know he cleans up the mess in my head. I know somehow he brings me back to the, back to him. I don't know. What about you, Anne? was praising him you echoed you know that was very well said you echoed what, what's in my heart for sure okay, okay. Um, yeah going to god's word mm-hmm. and you know it's yes. it's amazing how i can just open up <laughs> open up the bible or any kind of biblical book that refers to the bible and just get that nugget mm-hmm. that i need and, and, you know, and then even backtracking that is setting up my life to have that environment around me, because <laughs> if you don't have the access to the Bibles, like I, I don't, there's one Bible that I've hidden for a while <laughs> and I've been wanting to get to it. Um, cause it's one of my favorite Bibles, but I, it's, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> so I've, I've had it hidden for a purpose, a very specific purpose. Yes. And it, um, it's calling me because I, uh, that's been the one Bible that I can go to and like quickly get and like dig, 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 dig. Uh, Cause when I get on a phone or an app or whatever, it's just, there's so easy to get sidetracked and go down a trail of, you know, you know, it, I don't know. That's, that's a whole nother way of research. <laughs> 
And so I've got my environment set up where I've got many different versions of the Bible, you know, but some, some of them are upstairs, some are in the bedroom, some are, they're like <laughs> different places. <laughs> so sometimes when I want their one version, I got to go find it. But the fact that I've got them and I know what I like and I, and I'm always look, you know, collecting more versions and perspectives and it's just fun to me to explore that. And, and, it, and each of us have to come to a, that truth on our own, in our own way. First, First John, John 4, correct? Yeah. First John 4. And uh, so the heading is on denying the incarnation. Mm. Dear, dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that, that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is, is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. Yeah. So right, right there, there's huge. How do you love God? How do you love God? You acknowledge the birth of his son. You acknowledge that his son came down here in the flesh. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. That's Satan. They are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world and the world listens to them. Mm -hmm. We are from God and whoever knows God listens to us, but whoever is not from God does not listen to us. Mm -hmm. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. So that speaks to me really strongly uh, just from this idea of, you know, when we talk to others, when we, when we bring other people into our lives uh, and they, they are spiritually awakened, right? There is, there is a, there's a, and I'm struggling with this because there's actually one particular person in my life right now who I, I like very much. And uh, they have some very different views. Uh, well, I'm not sure where they're at. And that's, and it, so I, I have some pause and that's what that's. So I just love, I love this group and I love what we're doing here because what we just talked about, what we just read, that's been on my heart for a couple of days now. It's, it is, it's like Angie said, it's like God's, God's talking right to me. Here. Yes. All right. God's love in ours. Uh, verse seven, dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love, uh, whoever, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Mm -hmm. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and that he and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. So right there, right? There's this whole idea. Love. Love is the foundation of what that relationship looks like with God. That is, how, do we love, how do we love God? We show love to other people. You know, so it's a circular you know, uh, Robin, it's a circular thing. Um, what you brought up, um, there is the idea of, 
uh, idolatry, right? So that is one problem that, that we have. We can love something on this earth so much mm-hmm. that we do put it ahead of God. And it, and it, it is very obvious. Uh, it is very obvious in your life because you start get, becoming distant from God. How do you know? How do you know if you're if you're loving a person or a man or a woman or a, a thing in this world? It's because your relationship with God is not growing, shrinking. That's how you know you you have an idol in your life. Verse thir- thirteen. This is how we know that we live in Him and He is in us. He has given us His Spirit, and we have seen and testify that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them, and they live in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us so that we have confidence in the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. And the the one who fears is not made perfect in love. That's incredibly powerful. That is incredibly powerful in the sense that if you have fear in your life, you have not given your life fully over, right? You have, you have retained control over things that you should not retain control over. And again, dude, all all of this is just speaking to me so strongly because I, I recognize myself in every single one of these verses, every single one of these verses, I see the temptation for me to stray from God. And, and this is wonderful. Mike or MJ, I'm so glad that you picked this because this, this, I've, I've read this now a couple of times here and this is fantastic. Uh, verse sub 19, we love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar for whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. That is, yep. that is incredibly powerful. I mean, I don't, I mean, is, it, am I, am I wrong in this? Am I, what do you guys think? No, I, that, that's putting sh- shivers in me too. And, you know, God loved us so much. He gave us this word. The Bible was given to us through those prophets because right. he spoke, he spoke through them. And now we sit in 2021 and we're reading this and just once again, it never goes away. Truth <laughs> is truth. Love is love. And, <laughs> And God is love. That's all he is. He is just love. You know, it's like when Robin was talking about, you know, dogs, you know, and I'm thinking about our dog, you know, Austin. Our dog, Austin, right now is is going through a trial. And he's lost almost all his hair. And he looks so scruffy and roughly and all that. And I just remember him as a puppy. And, uh, you know, and I just look at him and he's still the puppy. He's still a puppy, and I know God loves him so much that even though he's going through a trial, he's in God's hands. You know, we still love him as much as we did the first day we ever got him. And I, I, I just remember that story of, you know, if I had a $100 bill right now, guys, I have a $100 bill sitting right here. And I go, who wants this $100 bill? You know, you guys probably all say, I, I would like to have that $100. Well, what if I smash it up? I crumple it, and I throw it on the ground and I stomp on it a couple of times. You guys still want that $100 bill? Mm-hmm. I just crushed it and smashed it. But you guys know the value of it. You know the worth of it. And that's what God looks at us like. He looks at us and goes, I value you. I know how I made you. You know, 
And <laughs> and you sit there and you go, wow, you know, I'm crushed. I'm 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 battered. I'm broken. But yet we still have heat in our homes. You guys have heat in your homes, right? That's yeah. the love of God right there. He has heat in our homes. He put food in our in front of us. He put good people around us. You know, just look at the birds. He feeds the birds every day. The birds find food. He does not love them more than he loves us. So that's how I look at it. Just look at the birds. Well, yeah, nature is a big one for me. I mean, God's all over in nature. And, you know, I spend a lot of time outside. And, you know, and it's, and my work with as a landscape designer, it's really fun to see like even this property that we have we're on a corner and there's a lot of foot traffic around and knowing that I you know I had my part in the designing of this little patch of nature and it people actually sometimes sometimes they slow down usually it's because they have a dog (laughs) but it it, it's designed in a way that catches people's eye and for a brief moment they're looking at, a, a, you know, it's a plant. It's a, something that God created. I mean, it came from a seed, literally from nothing. And it grew into this plant, this beautiful plant, the beauty that it exudes. It's just like singing God. Like I, I got, I just look at nature, you know, animals, plants, you know, God is just hilarious. He has, <laughs> he has a sense of humor. I mean, skunks and yeah, weasels and you know zebras and like all these crazy creatures and the plants are just unreal and then there's worms like you know like how do you come up with all this stuff like that's just the power of god you know just living through nature and you know and, and the seasons that everything has i just everything to me equates strongly through nature because everything has a season you know the trees right now they're covered in snow where we're at and yet they're standing strong and, and they're doing their thing. Cause that's what they were called to do. <laughs> they're called to stand there and in the winter look strong, no matter what. And, um, and in the summer they provide these great homes for the other creatures. And it, it to me, it's fun to look at, at God in nature, you know, knowing that he created that. I mean, God can't, make a tree. I mean, we, there's some genetic modification things going on, but ultimately, um, you know, God created all this stuff. And then man, we're the stewards. That's a big word that hit me this week was stewardship is, you know, it's our job to, um, take care of the vessels. We are as humans, our bodies, our minds, you know, and being able to uh, tame the stories in our head and the, all the distractions and the, you know, that's the other part of the work that I do is helping people uh, with those stories in their heads. And let's, let's hone that toward God. I, you know, is it, is, is, is it, does he speak to you through nature? Does he speak to you through song? Does he speak to you through, I mean, obviously his, you know, word and the Bible and all the different versions of that. And, I mean, there's so many ways he speaks to us and it's like turning on the radio or the TV or anything, you know, it's what channel are you listening to? And, and and when you catch yourself uh, listening or watching the wrong show, like I shouldn't be watching this. All you do is change the channel. 
Or if you're 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 in the car and you're trying to search for the, the right station and um, you're like, oh, that's I don't want to hear that. Oh, my gosh. Not that. Like, oh, that's funny. You know, like, you know, you, you, you switch the channels until you find the one that, you know, resonates with you that you, you know, you clearly could be listening to garbage and news and and stuff that you don't need. And, you know, and not that all news is bad, but, you know, you know everything in moderation. Right. <laughs> But when you, it's really easy to get sucked down the wrong paths and news is a big one for a lot of people. They just get addicted to it more and more. And then we, at some point we come out and, you know, the receiver goes up a little higher and like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up the wrong station. I'm listening to the wrong channel and didn't even realize it. And then it's just switch, switch that channel, but you have to be aware and, and recognizing as humans, that's part of the game. We're, and, and if it takes nature to remind us and get us back, if it takes having Bibles lay all, all over your house to remind you, oh yeah, <laughs> keep your head in, in the word. You know, it, I, and that's maybe that's one reason I have plants all over my house. You know, it's just, it's my anchor to the truth. And <laughs> just share this with you. Just for a moment, Romans uh, 1, 19 and 20. God's talking about his people and he says, they, we have known the truth about God because he has made it obvious to us. This is, I think, in a, the New Living Translation. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. I was thinking about the ants because I think about you with your plants and your flowers and, you know, but it's true. God is in his creation and every bit of it. I don't know about the platypus, but oh, well, that's, <laughs> I don't have to understand it all. Yeah, yeah, no, it's hilarious. Like platypus and all these unusual plants. And I, I, to me, that's fascinating. And, um, um, and it's interesting how people don't even know they're interested in certain things until they're exposed to them. That's another thing is, especially now, as if we're locked in our homes and quarantined or, or we're, you know, in a place where we're just not out and about and around people a lot. Cause I get to see people walk by my house and I see them stop and they look and like, Oh, you know, I don't know what's going on in their head, but <laughs> they, they, it, it catches them. And it's, if it's that one little reminder that, Oh, look at that beautiful plant, you know, and, and, and if it's anchored, they may never know it's anchored to something deeper. You never know where this stuff goes. Um, but it is, it, but it's, I love, that's a great verse, Robin. And just, um, God makes it obvious when it's all so simple, when we know how to switch that channel and know what channel we're supposed to be listening to or watching. So if something's being said during this podcast, it's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now. Just say this little prayer with me, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power.
Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ, and God bless you. Have a great week.